Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. High Five Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. Thank you to Territory Foods for supporting the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Territory is a chef-driven marketplace, sustainably sourced, neutrally dense, and ready-to-eat meals to save 75 bucks across your first three orders and get free shipping. Free shipping. Go to TerritoryFoods.com and use the promo code CHAMP. TerritoryFoods.com and use the promo code CHAMP. I love Territory Foods. All right. Brand new Bang and I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. We're jumping right into it because we've had some technical difficulties. As you can see, uh, my name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the Gringo Mandingo, a.k.a. Captain Kalitis from the Caucasus Mountains, a.k.a. The Raging Bullshitter, a.k.a. Mr. Go Fuck Yourself, a.k.a. The King of Cashmere. We're in some black cashmere here. Waffle cut. And uh, I got uh, the young shooter here, Dean Collins, with me. Uh, we've had some technical difficulties. I don't know if it's your fault, Dean. It's not my fault. It's, it's definitely your end. Okay. Well, I came prepared. What's that? I came prepared. Like you said, wake up at this hour. I've got my whole setup ready. You're having a lot of technical difficulties. I'm ready to go. I've been been ready to go for like an hour now. So let, it let's, hasn't been an hour. Let's get the show on the road. Let's do it. All right, Wolf. Are we good? Because I don't see him up on that big screen over there. I don't see myself. What the fuck's going on, Wolf? I got my man Wolf in here. We're in New York. Dean's in L.A. It's all fucked up, Wolf. What are we doing, Wolfie? Anyway, uh, Dean, I'm in New York. 
beautiful fall day. I mean, gorgeous fall day here in New York City. Uh, you're in Los Angeles. I'm coming to Los Angeles next week. What do you have? Because see, now that I'm a, a visitor in LA, do you have anything? Have you thought about how you're planning on welcoming me back to LA? You, you thought, well, of, have you, has that crossed your mind? Like, oh, Mike's coming back to town. Gringo Mandingo's coming back to town. Raging Bullshit is coming back to LA. I want to do A, B, C, and possibly D with him. Have you thought about that? Hmm. I, I, I have thought about that. Um, well, you were in town not too long ago, a few weeks ago. Um, and I was really excited that you got into town. And it also just so happened that Dave Chappelle was performing at the Hollywood Bowl. And I know that you were in the first ever episode of the Chappelle show. So I thought, wow, Michael's in town. Dave Chappelle is performing one night at the Hollywood Bowl for a new documentary special. I thought maybe you and I could go backstage for that show. I was so excited for you to come to town because the old you that I know would be like, we're going backstage. I'm taking you to the mountaintop. That didn't now, happen. Fuck we your mountaintop, to, my man. Fuck we, your mountaintop. We, we went to lunch. We didn't do uh, a lot. And you said, that's not happening. We're not seeing Dave Chappelle. I got to be in bed by seven. This time around, um, I thought about it and we spoke we spoke the other day and you uh, you had said that you wanted me to pick you up from the airport. Yes. To drive you to get a COVID test right when you got off the plane. Yes. I'm not doing that. I'm not picking you up from the airport. I'm not taking you to get a COVID test. I'm not putting myself in harm's way. I'm not getting the, excuse me. I'm not getting the COVID test because of my flight. I'm getting the COVID test because next Wednesday I'm getting my yearly colonoscopy and I can't get the colonoscopy without the COVID test. So yeah, fucker, you're picking me up at the airport. Part B, yeah, you're taking me to get the COVID test. And part C, you're picking me up after my colonoscopy on Wednesday. What the fuck, man? I'm not doing any of that. I'm not picking you up from the airport. I'm not taking you to get a COVID test. I'm definitely not taking you to or picking you up from a colonoscopy appointment. You don't care None about my that's health. Happening. You want me to fucking die? You want me? Is that what you care about? No, no, no. Put that. Don't put that. I they put, put that you know they dying, put you okay? under when you get a colonoscopy. They put you oh, under when you get a colonoscopy. So I have to get picked up. My gorgeous, lovely wife. She ain't making the trip. She she's like, are you sure Dean can handle picking you up from the colonoscopy? Let's no. Just, no, I cannot handle it. Get your wife to fly out. Get a fucking another assistant. I'm not doing any of that bullshit. I'm not doing any of that. You're lucky if you even see me this time around. I was stoked for the Dave Chappelle special. You didn't get any. You didn't get that hooked up at all. And I didn't fact, try to. If I want to get, to, if I wanted to go see the Dave Chappelle special, I could have went to go see the Dave Chappelle. Special. I, I wasn't trying to go to the Hollywood Bowl in the parking and all that chaos. Of course, I would love to see the Dave Chappelle documentary whatever the fuck he was doing but i wasn't trying to go to the hollywood bowl that place is a zoo when you go there no, i have a theory that you actually asked him if you could go to Crazy. the documentary special and he said you know what michael it's not going to happen this time around you had to soften the blow by saying it's traffic i'm not like i said i'm not picking you up from the airport get an uber i'm not putting my fucking put myself through potentially getting covid from your disgusting ass it's not happening okay you fuck you fuck we can get lunch. And as far as Chappelle, uh, no, I didn't try. I'm in the, yo, I'm, yeah. some people might say I made the Dave Chappelle pilot get picked up for series. Some people might say that. I'm never saying that, but if you're part of the pilot, 
that's what they consider when they go. Because for some people that don't know, the pilot episode, you make the pilot and then they look at it and they go, well, we want 10 more episodes. Or they go, this is a piece of shit. We don't want it. Obviously, with the Dave Chappelle show, they saw that pilot episode. My my face, my performance in the, not only is it the first episode, it's the first episode and the first skit. Is of, it? Is it the first skit? I believe so. I believe so. So one of the first things you see in the iconic Dave Chappelle show is me. So when we're talking about renegotiating shit, yeah. I'm just saying I got paid, I didn't get paid shit. And who knows what my contribution to that pilot was for the longevity of the show. That's neither here nor there. So, No, so I agree with you. I think that if, if you weren't in the pilot episode, I don't think it would have had the success that it did. I'm not some people say that. that. I didn't say that. You're saying it now and other people say it. I'm just saying some people suggest that. That maybe uh, it should have been the Dave Chappelle and Michael Rappaport show after I was in that infamous, iconic pop copy. Pop copy, babe. And what was that like being in the pop copy sketch? What was that like? Did you know? I mean, Dave Chappelle had been working a little bit before that, but did you he know? He had been working be a long time before that, but I saw Dave Chappelle literally not far from here on Broadway. I saw Dave Chappelle on Broadway, or it was Sixth Avenue. I had a, a young child. He had a young child. We were both new parents. I ran into him. It was a hot day. It was the summertime. And I said, what are you doing? He said, oh, I'm getting ready to shoot this pilot. I said, what is it? He goes, oh, it's a Dave Chappelle show. It's probably going to be the end of my career. And then he said, yo, would you be in a skit? Would you be in it? And I, and I said, where and when? That's how I get down with somebody that I fuck with like Dave Chappelle. Where, when? Not how much am I going to get paid? Not blah, 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 blah. I said, where and when? We did the... Uh, the shoot probably a week later, boom, the rest is history. I'm just saying that maybe it's time for my renegotiation because we know Dave got his renegotiation. Maybe it's time for my my piece of that fucking Dave Chappelle show pie. Yeah, you haven't seen a residual from this fucking show. I mean, no, you, I Comedy mean, Central, there was nothing. I got nothing. Uh, but I'm glad I did it. And and I am I am a where and when type of dude. See, see, a lot of people are on that where and when shit. Somebody that I respect. Where and when? That's how I get down. So when I come into the airport, you should just be saying where and I, where and when, motherfucker. No. I, I, I bring it full circle. When's the flight uh, landing? What's the flight number? I'll be there an hour before in case you get in early. I, I'm not a where and when guy. I think that story is really special. I think it's so cool that you didn't have to audition for the show. I think it was so cool. And it probably made the performance that much better that it was like, oh, yeah, man, when and where? Like, I'll no, be where there. And when, and not when and where. Where and when. It could be when and where also, right? I say where and when, man. N nonetheless, because of the technical difficulties, Dean, you put me in a fucked up mood. You. You did it. I, it wasn't even on my end. It was, it, I think it's Wolf's fault over there. You and Wolf <laughs> don't have it fucking together over there, man. Wolf, Wolf's hair looks good. Uh, speaking of Wolf's hair, your hair looks good. I know, uh, uh, just so you guys know, we're, we're starting to put clips on YouTube uh, so you could see uh, me in all my glory, Captain Kashmir, Captain Kalitis, the inflamed Ashkenazi. Um, <laughs> Dean, the, the, the listeners uh, can't see Dean here, but I could see you. Your hair looks fucking great, my friend. You got I just got it cut, man. You got a little cowlick there. You, what'd you do? You put yeah. some gum in there? How'd you get it popped up like that? No, I, w I woke up like this. I, no, you didn't. I actually, no, all my life, I got no no product, and I kind of just like, I'll take a shower, I'll brush it all back. Like, that's my thing. Is and like, then I'll poof. Take a shower, and, and then I wake up and poof. But I shot a commercial recently where we it was know. really long, okay? 
It was really, really long. And they kept saying, we don't want it to be like Johnny Bravo. It's got a real pompadour look. I said, I fucking hate this long hair. It doesn't look good on me. Please cut it. Please cut it. They said, no, we're going to try and work with it. They ended up making me look like I was in Pleasantville. They had me with a side part. I looked like shit. I said, please don't do this to me for the commercial. Huh. I, I looked like shit. So I got in. So they cut it on the spot and they gave me this nice, nice haircut here. And you, and, and since you shot the commercial, you just wake up and then it boom, it's like that. I don't know what it is, man. I'm not complaining, but I'm, I'm really pleased with it. Now, what can you disclose or not disclose about this soon to be blockbuster national commercial? I, I have you signed a non, a non-disclosure, an NDA? Uh, what, what can you disclose about? Yes. This? Yes, Michael. Yes. Um, I, I've signed an NDA. Um, I know, look, it's, it's no atypical. It's no, um, it's no Chappelle show, but you will, hopefully they fucking play the shit out of this commercial. Hopefully they air the fucking thing. And, um, you know, we're excited for those residuals. I don't know what else there is to say, but I can't say much. That's what I can say. I can't say much. They told you, you can't say much in the NDA. They told me I can't say, isn't that crazy? It's like fucking commercial. They're like, you sign the non-disclosure. Oh, are you spitting on your commercial or what is what? Cause I feel no, like what no. you're saying there is kind of like you're dissing your commercial. No, 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 no. I, I'm going to send a thank you. I'm going to send a thank you note to the director. Uh, the director was a very big director. I don't think I can disclose that. No, nope. did it. Don't um, get yourself uh, in any lawsuits. We're still trying to clean nope. up some from the past. You know, a lot about lawsuits. What does that mean? Cause you have so many of them. What does because that mean? It just, you know a lot about them. I feel like you know all about lawyers and suing people and people suing you. And like, I've never been in trouble with the law. So I was just saying that you, okay. you have a law. All right. Now, what do you want to say to the I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast fans who came to see you in Philadelphia last week or a couple of weeks ago? It was Philadelphia and it was a, where else was I? Fuck, I can't even remember at this point. Um, Orlando, what do you yeah. want to say to those I Am Rap Poor Stereo podcast fans that came and were like, is the shooter here? And you said, I'm going to be with you in Philadelphia. You said we're going to do the Rocky Sips. I'll give you the form to apologize right now to the people that came out expecting to see you. The floor is yours now, fuck. This is like, I feel like this is the third time that I've disappointed people because we started in San Diego where I wasn't there for nope. the first first night then we went to the philadelphia <clears throat> where i said i was definitely going to be there i said i was going to be cracking the eggs like rocky um i got in a lot of fucking shit about that rocky comment that i made about rocky and balboa and not, not seeing rocky he, yeah i didn't see rocky hey wolf you ever see rocky yeah. you have seen rocky, seen rocky. see rocky too okay all right but at least he at least he could say yes he doesn't have to hesitate yes wolf saw rocky Okay, it's something that I probably shouldn't have said out loud. I no, think you shouldn't like have said it. And also, people were also saying, not only did you not see Rocky, up until like three years ago, you didn't know who the fuck Paulie Walnuts was. That, I look, I was late to the game on The Sopranos. I was late to the game on Six Feet Under. It's just important that I got to see it. You got it done. You got it done. Territory Foods is a chef-driven marketplace of meals that and ready to eat in just 90 seconds. Quick to eat, 
fantastic meals. Territory only uses healthy fats, clean proteins, and lots of sustainably harvested seasonal produce. The entire menu is free of gluten, inflammatory oils, dairy, and refined sugar. I hate inflammatory anything. There are 10 plans, including Mediterranean diet, paleo, vegan, Whole30, and keto-friendly or bypass the diets completely and just choose what looks good to you. Meals are delivered twice a week to ensure that they're always fresh and you can order as many as 12 meals for each delivery day. Their risk-free subscription makes it easy to pause and cancel your meals anytime every week. Territory will ask you what you liked, what you didn't like, what was your favorite, so they can recommend meals to you that will suit your taste. Me and my wife, Mrs. Rappaport, who's always looking fantastic, always looking for ways to keep herself and keep me looking good and feeling good and anti-inflamed. You guys know I can't deal with the inflammation, okay? But we just started a round, our second round, actually, of territory meals, and we are feeling good. Yo, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm down to 204 pounds, okay? Normally, the gringo man dingo's 224 Okay, these territory meals have made me go under the 205 pound level. I feel good. I look at my wife looks ridiculous. Okay, they sent Mrs. Rappaport to me a completely plant-based week of food and it was delicious. No Philly cheesesteaks. I've been off the Philly cheesesteaks since I left Philadelphia, and I'm back to feeling good, looking good. Thanks to territory to save 75 bucks across the first three orders. Plus free shipping. Go to territoryfoods.com. That's territoryfoods.com and use the promo code CHAMP. That's 75 bucks you could save across your first three orders along with free shipping by going to territoryfoods.com with the promo code CHAMP. The promo code is CHAMP because, you know, I'm the champ. It's happening. The greatest time of the year. So many sports, so much action. What is a lock in sports betting? A lock is simply put, a bet you can't lose. And with my book, you can't lose on their NBA lock of the season. Place a bet on either team to score between the Dallas Mavericks and the Denver Nuggets tonight. Tonight, place a bet on either team to score between the Dallas Mavericks. They got Luka Bazooka and the Denver Nuggets. They got the MVP and you... If you are listening in real time and when your first bucket hits, you win. This is what you call a lock. This is what you call a fucking lock. Let me put it like this. An NBA game, you guys know this. An NBA game has never gone scoreless. Ever. Never, ever, ever, ever. Somebody's going to score and it's going to happen within the first minute. Okay? They got Tingus Pingus. They got Luca. It's happening. Get paid today. On Friday, wake up Saturday and throw down on UFC 267. On Saturday night, my bookie is giving all users a $100 risk-free wager on the lightweight championship main event. So don't wait. Head to mybookie.com now. Use the promo code DINGO. It's D-I-N-G-O. That's DINGO, D-I-N-G-O. And with my bookie, will instantly double your deposit. The promo code is DINGO. That's D-I-N-G-O. So you can double your funds to double your winnings. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. That's what I always and only do. 
I know you're performing in New York, right? In a couple or in a couple of weeks, you're performing Caroline's. I'm performing at Caroline's November 11th, 12th, and 13th. And before that, I'm performing in San Francisco at Cobb's. Remember, we did those shows at Cobb's. Uh, we're performing there the fifth and the sixth. Are you coming to San Francisco? To hold me down, do security November 5th and November 6th. Yes or no question. Yes or no, fuck. It's, I was, but it's going to have to be a no again because my best friend. Are you fucking serious, motherfucker? We already booked the the goddamn flight, motherfucker. You're telling me you can't come on the 5th and 6th. Now what? It's, it's, I swear, it seems like I'm making a lot of excuses, but friend of the podcast, Mr. Uh, famous actor, Logan Lerman, his, his sister is getting married. He's flying from Prague where he's shooting the second season of Hunters to go to his sister's wedding. I have the to be there. The fuck does that got to do with me? It's his sister's wedding. It ain't your wedding. It ain't his wedding. I've, well, you got to be there for your sister's wedding. And I've known her for a long time, but if I think you were talking about that, you could potentially get tickets to the Warriors game and I might be able to figure out something with the yo, wedding. Yo, 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 hold on. Because Wolf is coming in new to this. Wolf, are you seeing a pattern here? Dave Chappelle, there's one thing. Warrior tickets, it's like you may be able to work things out. If there's no sort of all-inclusive tickets, all-inclusive Dave Chappelle shit, you don't show up. If it's not Steph on the wood, you don't show up. Is, is that what we're doing here? That's not true. I drove you from San Diego. I drove you to the airport. I was your chauffeur. We got lunch. You're not speaking the truth to your listeners. And, um, but I mean, just, I'm just saying, like, I've seen you a lot. I've seen you do comedy. I'm sure it's going to be a great show. I need security, motherfucker. Show those pistols. Show the guns. Yes. You see the tries. I need, I need security when I'm doing shows. I need private security. Well, you're going to have to get your own private security this time, but it's not so often that you can go to the Warriors game, and I'm willing to make a phone call is all I'm saying. I'm going to a Warriors game when I go up there. I I believe LaMelo Ball, who I just saw play uh, the Brooklyn Nets, is playing the Warriors the week, the time that I am planning on being in San Francisco, and I'm going to just have to find uh, someone else to take to the fucking game, or maybe I'll just hang out with Chris Mullen the whole time, watch the game with Hall of Famer Chris Mullen. I don't know what to tell you, homie. I don't Fuck know what man. to tell I'm gonna you. Figure I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to FIO that. What is that, FIO? Uh, figure it out. It's, it's an oh, acronym. Oh, okay, okay. I never heard that. Did you just make that up? No, I didn't make it up. It actually came from when I pledged a fraternity um, back when I was in college, SAE, and I have to make pancakes and breakfast for all the older people. And I'd say, hey, I don't really know how to <sighs> cook uh, this pancake mix. And they'd go, FIO, motherfucker, FIO. And I go, what, what's FIO? And they figure it out. Don't ask question. Don't don't even raise your hand. FIO. And that stuck with me. I got to be honest with you. You're in a fraternity? No, I, no, I'm not. My older brother wasn't. So they're like, your legacy, you got to pledge. And I, I fucking hate, I'm like, I'm cooking breakfast for people that I'm older than. This is, this is weird. <sighs> like, why am I doing this? Hold on. So why are you, did you pledge or not pledge? Why were they having you, why would they have you as a bitch making pancakes and eggs? I didn't, didn't know pledge? that. And they... They wanted me to pledge because my older brother was really big in the fraternity. And I was like, guys, I'm, I'm almost I'm a senior in college now. They're like, we want you in the fraternity. And I said, all right, I'll give it. They said, just pledge. And they, they sell you. It's like car salesmen. And then the next thing you know, I'm fucking waking up at 445 in the morning to just make all my friends breakfast. Like I didn't sign up for this. And then shit. how did it work out? What was the end game? The end game was I, I dropped after two weeks. I was like, listen. I want to smoke weed. I don't want to make you fucking breakfast. Go do that yourself. And I still had the party house and they just came 
to party with me. And I was Good like, I don't, it was the biggest mistake of my life. Good for you. Good for you. I, I like that you stood on your own, uh, own two feet for that. I, I didn't even know that, that. No, I didn't even know that about you. They, they tried to sucker you into a, being in a fraternity. Proud of you. Thank you, man. But so you are performing. I know getting back to New York. What? Maybe, maybe I come to New York cause I'm totally free those dates. I know you're, you're, you have a big, you got a busy schedule. Lately. Busy. First AD game with the Nets. That was huge. Yes. Now you're, you're co-hosting, or no, you're not even co-hosting. You're I am hosting. hosting. This, let me say it. Okay, I know. Well, that, you're saying it wrong. If you're going to say it, say well, it I right. Said, I, I said you're co-hosting, and then I corrected myself. I said, never mind. It's not co-hosting. Because what you're doing you're, right now is called guest co-hosting. I ain't doing I'm all guest that. Host. You announce you're, it. You announce you're it. You're guest hosting, right? You're, you're special guest hosting the Wendy Williams show for the entire week, starting November the 5th, right? Yes, November the eighth, man. Holy shit, man! Shit, man, I don't have your schedule. November the eighth, homie. I am guest hosting the Wendy Williams show solo. November eighth, the week of November eighth, eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, and twelfth, live morning television, live, live. Any wow. single thing could happen. Oh, and it will happen. <laughs> oh, it will. And you're saying what? You want to come in to do what? I, you can't be my guest host. I don't run the show. I'm not, I don't want to be on the show. I, I would love to drive you around. Um, drive me around? You got a car in New York? No, I would just figure that I would use your car. And then like I can drive around and do some other things for myself when I'm not working with you. Okay. Uh, but and, I can do security. Because you mentioned, I, I just want to, I just, you could do security in New York, but you can't do it in San Francisco. Uh, now, let me ask you something. Let me ask you a question. Shoot. While you're here in New York, are any of your um, girlfriends here in New York? <laughs> my, my girlfriends, you're, you're talking like I'm Hugh Hefner over here. Are any of my girlfriends out in New York that I'm going to go see? There is one. Uh, it's funny you mention that, though, because there is one girl. Coincidentally, um, one girl's in New York the week that I'm doing Wendy Williams and performing at Caroline's. She's a beautiful Brazilian girl. Um, we had a nice... Uh, time here in Los Angeles. Wait, when I it's met the her. same Brazilian girl that you talked about. Yes, not the one that stood me up. The one that it, it went well and things started to get a little serious, and so I, I started to kind of keep her in her arms reach over here. But it was, uh, but you know, I kind of missed her a little bit, and we've been talking. And she said, "I'm in New York. I'd love to see you." So it just so happens that she's in New York and you're doing the Wendy Williams show. So I just thought that it would be like a double whammy. Like maybe I fly out there and I do security. And then later that night or that morning, whatever, I get breakfast, dinner with her and spend some time. Like, okay. I, I don't know. It's, it's up to you. It's, it's really up to you if you want to get my flight and all that. Um, or I could get it myself and, and I could still, I'm still happy to help and, you know, drive you around and. Okay. You just keep talking about driving around. Like you're coming with like, you're, you're bringing a car on the fucking plane. I'll be, I'll be Ronnie, the limo driver. Okay. You, nonetheless, nonetheless, we'll see how that goes. We'll see what's going on with that. Um, what have you been up to? Have you gotten any ketamine drips? What have you been doing? My friend, you got a ketamine drip recently. Uh, did you hear about LeBron James in the squid games, uh, situation? To answer your first question, yes, I actually did get a recent ketamine drip. I was I was in outer space, was in a different realm. Huh. My playlist going um, nine hundred plus likes on Spotify with the playlist ketamine infusion therapy. Um, you could look that up. It's a really good playlist, and you don't have to do ketamine to enjoy that playlist. It's all instrumental. Trust me, when you listen to that playlist, and I've listened to it, I'm one of the nine hundred sixteen subscribers. You want to be on ketamine. 
That ain't, that ain't a playlist to like just walk around fucking New York City or drive around or go to. No, no, no I didn't see certainly that. anything that you want to go to the gym listening to. You, you, you'd prefer oh. to be on ketamine listening to that shit. If you're having a panic attack, pop that playlist on. It'll it'll bring you back down. To or it reason. might it might amplify the panic attack. I've listened to it. No. It won't. That ain't, that ain't a that. soothing, a soul-soothing playlist. Homie. First of all, don't say that because now I'm taking offense to that because I've had people all around the world. What people? I pride myself on this. I'm, and I'm not. What no people? Room. What people have commented to you on your fucking ketamine playlist? I swear to God, brother, hand to God here. People have reached out to me on Reddit. I'll post that playlist and I'll say this playlist I, I curated. It's helped me with my own drips. And they go, Wow. You're the guy that created that playlist. They said, you have no idea how much it's helped me with my own infusions. My own cousin who I had dinner with recently, she said, wait a second, you made that playlist. I use that for my own ketamine infusions. She had no idea. It was wait, Everybody's doing ketamine drips. Is that like a thing? Dude, I heard they're doing at yeah. home ketamine drips. My cousin does at home ketamine shit. Um, you what put a blindfold on. What? I know. I, it's, it's wacky, man. It's a whole other world there, but it's a nice psychedelic world. Look, modern medicine is, it's changing, man. You know, they're getting into the MDMA therapies and LCD, not LCD, LSD and- Fuck psilocybin. all that. You crazy. I'm not fucking with LSD and ketamine and all that shit. No way. No joke, brother. They're, 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 you know, it's pretty beneficial. But anyway- When was the last time you did a ketamine drip? Yesterday. And how do you feel today? No bullshit. I feel great today. And why do you feel great? I feel sharper. It really enhances your brain waves. It's, it's it's waking up dormant brain activity, you know, and I've, I've struggled with that in the past, all that stuff where I'm kind of like, I'm drawing blanks or I don't feel as creative. And um, for some reason, after I do these drips, it has a long lasting effect. And like, I woke up today fired up. I'm like, I'm down to go to the gym. I'm down to go on a hike. I'm down to go swimming. I'm down to do this podcast at seven in the morning, my time, even though we could have done it at 12 p.m. My time. No, motherfucker. No, you couldn't do it 12, 12, p.m. 12 p.m. Your time. I'm the, I'm the host. This is an honor for you to be on the podcast. Don't tell me we could have done it 12 p.m. Your time. I have shit to do. I'm just saying that's the, the ketamine. Okay. Makes did you get you, so, so how was your hike in your gym so far today? No, I haven't done that. This is the first thing I've done today. Okay. Are you going to go to the hike and a gym today? <laughs> the day is young. Is what I like. I'm just asking you. It's young. So do you have any plans to go to a hike and or the gym today or maybe a swim? Tell me what's on your agenda. Since this ketamine got you so fired up. I don't think that far ahead. I'm kind of this like spontaneous guy where it's just like I'm living in the moment. I'm not I'm not a planner. You know what I mean? Not like a lot of Capricorns are planners. I'm a Gemini. You know, I, I like to just I'm in the moment like I go, I flow with the air here, brother. And I feel like you're trying to insinuate something like I'm not going to go to the gym or I'm not going to go swimming. I pumped um, yesterday, my friend. Good for you, man. I this got that pump on yesterday. Chest buys, tries. And you look great. But, but for some reason, you're wearing a long sleeve hoodie. I don't know why. Well, because we're in, it's a fall here and it's cashmere, my friend. This is fucking cashmere. I like my new, my new moniker is Captain Cashmere. That's that's one of my favorite monikers that you have, I think. Captain my cashmere game is nuts. Shout out to my guy, uh, Matt, who's the Jake LaMotta of Ron Herman, who just sent me some gorgeous cashmere pieces. My guy, Matt, longtime listener of the podcast, just sent me some beautiful cashmere, uh, and I sent them back what fit, what didn't fit, and it's great. And I'm looking, I'm looking chic in New York City. Somebody said to me the other day, I don't want to go into my whole thing. You know this brand called The Row? 
You never heard of it. Yeah, Wolf, you know what the row is? Okay, so it's going to sound kooky, but the Olsen twins, they got a fashion, they got a, like like some high-end chic shit, and they make shit that, they make stuff for women, it's all like classy, low-key, and not like that Walmart shit, which really they make gazillions on why they could start this high-end brand of clothing. It's just chic, dope, kind of like the type of shit that men and women wear on your show, Succession, Succession. It's okay. kind of in that, you know, pieces. So- what was I talking about? Oh, so I got a road jacket. Yo, motherfucker stopped me the other day. He said, yo, is that the row? I said, yeah. It was like some fight club shit. I was like, you know? He goes, I know. And I was like, Let's, I kept it moving. It was like some Brad Pitt, Ed Norton, Jared Leto, like fight club shit. And it ain't, it ain't cheap, but I fuck with the row. I fuck with the Olsen twins and I fuck with their clothing line, the row. Hard body karate. So I'm looking good here. I'm looking fantastic in these streets because New York in the fall, it's like a fashion show straight up. And I want to participate in the fashion show. I don't want to just watch it. I want to be on that fucking runway like Gigi Hadid in them. You'll never be on that runway ever like Gigi Hadid. And the fact that you even told me that you're in the same uh, category as the Olsen twins, that's not something to be proud of. You you don't know. And no disrespect to you, Wolf, I just met. You don't know either, but you don't know. You don't know about the row. But I guarantee you that there's people that's watching and listening. They know about the row. They're like, we don't even even want people like you to know about the row. Because you're beneath us. Because we don't, that's the thing. The row is not for everybody to wear. And it's certainly not for everybody to even fucking know about. Let's just move on, homie. Let's just move on. What? Dave Chappelle talked about people like you. He said, he said, uh, there's people that punch down and that he punch up. You're, you're that type of dude that punches down. You even said that uh, people like me, we're beneath you. We're beneath you. That's punching down. That's no, I'm punching not, I'm not punching. I'm not punching. I'm, I'm fucking, I'm pushing you down. Like I'm fucking I'm not, pulverizing me, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking you like this. Like right now we're at the same level and now I'm going now, now you're down here, but that's not punching. It's just kind of like, it's not even a shove. It's just like. Like that. <laughs> pushing me right into the ground. All right, that's fine. Fucking squash you. Talk about squash and squids. Um, what do you, th- did you hear about this LeBron take on Squid Game and how he, he kind of, you're not, listen, Michael, you're not the only person that has beef with LeBron. Right I love now. it. I love Which when I'm not the only person that has beef with LeBron. And I, lo- the director of the Squid Games, who I don't even know who you are, you're welcome on this podcast anytime. I'm not questioning the ending. You killed it. Great show, great translation of a foreign show that's become the show of uh, the second half of the year. And LeBron James, will you break it down? I, I got it. I'll tell you. So, Huang Dong Hyuk, I think, I don't know if I'm pronouncing What's it right. What's my man's that's name? What's that? What's his name? Huang Dong Hyuk. You're racist. You're fucking That's so me. racist. You, you're, you're racist. That, that was That's racist. Saying, you don't throw that out there saying I'm racist. You don't just like loosely say that. Say his name me. again. Could, you want to get sued? Because I could do suing too. It's called defamation. Call me fucking racist for saying the guy's name. Say it again. Huang Dong Hyuk. Yeah, was- it could be Huang Dong the, the thing that's racist is that you didn't even prepare. You knew we were going to talk about Squid Games, but you didn't prepare. And that's how little uh, you thought of it. So that's racist. I'm the one saying his name. You didn't even fucking how know How you say it? Name. Huang Dong Hyuk. Okay. That's, that sounded good. I mean, to- what the fuck, man? It, that's reverse racism. The fact that you're calling me racist for saying his name because he's 
from Korea. Don't I mean, accuse me of being reverse racist, motherfucker. I'm not. It was to each other. How about that? You I'll want fucking, another fucking? You want another suit? Call your fucking lawyer. I got a lawyer too, big guy. I got a lawyer too. You don't know about my lawyer. You try Again, to sue me? We'll talk about that after the whole fucking. Keep going with that racism shit and see where you're at. Keep going with that reverse racism shit and see where you wind up later on. Okay. My lawyer, okay, my man. lawyer's in, in Los Angeles, motherfucker. I'll have him hand deliver some shit. Do you ever been served? Motherfucker Never. throws some shit at you. You're like at the coffee place and they go, you Dean R. Collins? And they go, yeah. And they go, you just been served, <laughs> asshole. That's how they do it. I, I, it sounds like you have a lot of experience with I got served. served twice and it ain't fucking funny. Shit's fucked up when you get served. I had a motherfucker come to my crib. I'm not going to say what it was, but it doesn't matter. When I was getting divorced... Motherfucker came to my crib. He's like, you might grab him? Yeah. You just been served. I said, you fucking cocksucker, you. Get the fuck off my fucking front lawn, you miserable motherfucker. You come to my house and serve me. You couldn't get me outside, huh? Too quick, huh, asshole? Serving me in my fucking house. Get the fuck out of here. You save all this shit for therapy, man, because I don't want to hear it. No one wants to hear that shit. Uh, all I know about getting served is that Seth Rogen, the Pineapple Express, he did that. He'd say, you got served, and he'd dress up in different costumes. Yes. That was funny. You're Good taking movie. it to a serious level. Good movie. Great movie. But back I like to that Huang movie, Gong Pineapple Hyuk. Express. Fucking great movie. Iconic. Back to Huang Dong-Hyuk and uh, LeBron's beef. Basically, it started with, I think LeBron was talking to AD uh, on the court, and they had someone filming him or something, and they were just casually talking, and he said something like, yeah, I did finish it. I didn't like the ending, though. That's what LeBron said. I, I wasn't big on the ending on Squid Game. And then Huang Nong Hyuk did an article, did an interview, and he said, that's my ending. If he has his own ending, that would satisfy him. Maybe he can make his own sequel. I'll check it out and maybe send him a message saying, I liked your whole show except the ending. And then he said, have you seen Space Jam 2? You're in Space Jam 2. And he started, and then he started taking some shots. Got him. But no, but the Space Jam 2 is the first shot where you just go, got him. That's a got him moment. And he was saying, you like, know, yo, I, you yeah. were in Space Jam 2. You don't, you can't talk about endings, homie. <laughs> and then what exactly. else did he say? I'm trying to find what. No, I'm he said, I watched all six of your finals. I didn't like the ending to them also. That's what he said. He I said that. with but this he... guy. See, this guy, Squid Games, <laughs> the great thing about Squid Games, it had a sort of, sort of dark humor to it. And that was on full display when he was going after LeBron James. And you didn't see Maverick Carter or anybody else clapping back. No one from uh, the, the production company, you know, they make movies. They didn't clap back. They said nothing. When I say something, it's a fucking, it's like the, the end of the world here. He not only shat on Space Jam 2, he sat on, he shat on the fact that you lost six finals, Duke. Six. But he picks his battles, man. Like, that was something that everyone was like, oh, shit. Like, we never heard him. Like, he's got the biggest show. He doesn't say that about people. You you go out. You start talking about this one, that one. You got KD. You got all the basketball players you got beef with. So it just becomes like, you it's know. It's beef. It's not beef. I'm just saying, like, you've, you've talked about LeBron. So people get desensitized to it. When the when Huang Dong-Hyuk does it, it's like, oh, shit. No, but I'm saying, how come LeBron James didn't say anything back after? He, he did. He said... <laughs> He went on Twitter and he said, he said, this can't be real. With it's like real. 10 crying emojis. It's real. It's real. Homeboy was shitting on Space Jam 2 and, and shitting on the fact that you lost more finals than you won. It's real. It's fantastic. Fantastic. I mean, the, guy to, the guy tried to make Squid Game since 2008. He's got that fiery passion. Right. You know he was coming out there with that. 
You can put on that red, red light, green light shit. You want to play red light, green light with homeboy? You play red light, green light. You want to play red light, green light, uh, AD? You don't want to play red light, green light with this dude. This guy's sick. This Squid Games guy, this came from his imagination. This guy's way the fuck out there. This show has been on for a month. I watched it maybe two weeks after it premiered, and I was like, I'm going to be one of the uh, players for Halloween. I got green tracksuit. I ordered a green tracksuit. You can't even really get it online. Some bootleg Amazon link. And I was like, I'm ahead of the curve. Now I feel like this costume and this show, it's going to be the number one costume for Halloween. You'll see everybody. Where's your costume? Because it's coming up in like a couple of days. It's, it's, it's getting here really late. It's coming. It should be here by tomorrow. Uh, one piece of it got canceled. Because this is how you can tell that this is a very popular show. People, it's in high in demand. But you will see me as player 456. Um, and I, I'm not going to lie to you. And yeah, I don't want to bring up racism, all that kind of stuff. But I'm not like. I'd I do be nervous tracks- walking around that costume, homie. Do you no, keep- no, no. I'm not nervous walking around the costume. It's just a green tracksuit. But like, they I'm could be doing- like, oh, you're racist. No, they, that would never happen. In this day and age, green. motherfuckers could say they'll twist anything. To be that's racist. Like, yo, yo, you, you making fun of Squid Games? No, and I'm I, I'm honoring the show. I'm a huge, I'm, it's one of my favorite shows. Like, You're I walking love out there on your own, my man. Any fucking thing could happen out there these days. I'm fine with that. I was going to wear the white vans and the, and the track suit, but where I'm not, what I'm not going to do is, um, well, look, you see my hair. We talk about hair. I, I'm, I have blonde hair. I have short hair. I don't look anything like the guys from Squid Game. I wanted to get a black wig. Like like a long haired black wig, just because they they to all dress have black like the hair. character. The character he's got like if I was going to be Elvis Presley, if I was going to be Elvis Presley for Halloween, right? Right. Would you see me wearing a white jumpsuit that he had with his gold rings and a microphone? But wearing you're, you're, my what you're talking hair? is you're you're talking about your your defense case after they cancel you. You already have your defense case laid out. Like you're like, I wasn't being racist with the wig. If I was dressing up like Elvis Presley, I would have had a, I would have put a fat suit on and I would have done a pompadour and the, and the gold glasses. Save this shit. Right. Again, I hate to bring it back to the lawyer. Save it for your lawyer when they cancel you, homie. They're not, no one's can't, I'm not in your position. I gotta be somebody to cancel. I'm not that guy. So I, you know, I could just float by and there's nothing to cancel, but I'll I have cancel to tell you, you myself. Okay. I'll fucking do it. I'll, I'll, I'll take a picture. And be I'm, like, not get, I'm not getting the wig. I, and it's sad that I can't get the wig because it would have really made the costume. I was going to put some blood splatter on the, uh, on the costume. But the fact that I can't wear a black wig, like I would do that with any, if I was Kurt Cobain for Halloween, I'd get a blonde long wig. If I was Elvis Presley, I get the pompadour that happens to be a black pompadour. I think Why you're good I, with the wig. I'm not getting it because of me. Because I'm not going to get it because of me. No, not because of you. I've already like I've thought about this before the podcast. Like I'm not getting the black wig because there's actually been articles online that are like, "Be fucking careful with the Squid Game costumes." Wow, they're posting that, and I'm they're, not, they're per- I'm like they're just they're lining people up to you. cancel them. It shits shits ridiculous. It sucks, man. Now l- sucks. let me ask you something else. Um, sure. We've never really talked about it on the show. Shout out to Nicholas Braun, who's a, a fan of the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast and a fan of uh, all things me and the Young Shooter. Um, have you watched episode one and two of Succession so far? I haven't watched episode one and two. I'm That's waiting right. for them. I'm only uh, the only reason I'm, I haven't watched it. First of all, shout out <laughs> Nicholas Braun. That dude is one of the funniest actors out there right now. He genuinely makes me fucking laugh every yeah, time I dope. see him on screen. He was also in a great movie called Zola 
If you haven't seen right. that. You, you gave a full review of that. Because, you know, I got into an argument with somebody online when they said you didn't watch Rocky. They said, why do you let Dean talk about movies? And I actually got offended. And and the person's a fan of the show. And we, we agreed to disagree. I was like, yo, my man was giving full reviews during the pandemic of shit I've never seen and shit that I've seen before. And I said, how dare you try? I go, yes, we could break the shooter's balls about not seeing the Sopranos or seeing it late. And we could break the shooter's balls about his lack of uh, Rocky Balboa knowledge. But as far as film knowledge, I was like, yo, you're bugging. Like the shooter, like during the pandemic, you were single-handedly single holding down, not just the podcast, the world with some of your great reviews. And you were doing genre shit. So I, I, I took offense to that because I know my guy watches films. I almost straight up like teared up hearing you say that about me. I mean, that was so nice of you to, to say that about me. And give me that guy's Instagram because- I, I, We agreed to disagree. And, he, you know, sometimes they think they're being funny, like, oh, they're breaking balls. I'm like, yo, learn how to break balls. There's a book on it. Maybe I should right. write it. Maybe maybe that should be my next no. book because I wrote a book called uh, This Book Has Balls, Sports Rants from the MVP of Talking Trash, which did not sell as well as I thought it would sell. We're still on the cusp of being a New York Times bestseller, but it's it's not looking good. That's not why like you need to get the next book out because it's it's not always the first book that does right. well. Like J.K. Rowling, maybe, you know, maybe Harry Potter one wasn't her biggest sale. Yes. Maybe it was the second one or third one. I think that you're onto something with this is how you trash talk or whatever the fuck you want to call it. At least know the name of the second book because you didn't know the name of the first book. Um, but I, I just totally support that. And give me that guy's Instagram handle. I'll get it. Because I have a nice place for him on Awful Humans that I could put him up on. Oh, speaking of Awful Humans, we, we may or may not know the person who runs that account. Um, mm -hmm. uh, but the I Am Rap Poor Stereo podcast uh, fans definitely know who runs the Awful Humans account. How has that been? How many followers are you up to? Have you been banned? Have you been suspended? Where are you at on your Awful Humans account? Which is, yo, you, listen, you're doing great work on there. You're spending a lot of time on Awful Humans. Uh, you're spending a lot of time doing commercials, yet I can't get you to do security for the Viral Load 2021 tour. Just just throwing, I'm just, just. Book my ticket to New York. I will be there in a week. Uh, and you, I will you're not no coming to New York on a fuck trip, homie. We know what it's it is. You're trying to come to New York to skeet. You ain't trying to come to New York to hold me down. Bro, don't, please don't say that. Don't put that out there. I was really looking forward to you being on Wendy November 8th. See, I know the dates. November the week 8th, of November 8th. Five shows in prime time. Five. I want to see that live. I, you said anything could happen live. I want to be there for that. And so if I just, if I happen to get dinner with the girl that I, you know, might be seeing out there, like, so what? Okay. All right. Listen, it, it's, a, I don't even think it's short. This is a great episode. They're all great. My guy Wolf over here, he's over there cracking the fuck up. He's on, a, he's online now looking up the row. He don't know why I exposed him to the row. He doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Um, I got to end this cause I got to, I got to get back on the train. I'm on the train today. That iron horse, homie. It's because you don't have a fucking assistant that could pick you up in a limo or one of your cars that could take Boom, you. Boom, you fuck. Boom. That's why. Anyway, uh, this was a this was a nice banger. This was a nice banger. And as I, and I told everybody, listen to the I Am Rap Poor Stereo podcast. Tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend to listen to the I Am Rap Poor Stereo podcast. And I start putting up clips. You could see me and the, the young shooter in 4K, 6K. Wolf, what is this, 7K, 8K? This is a big fucking camera over there. 9K? 
4K. Be- um, be- better than Christopher Nolan's movies. I mean, that background on you looks fantastic. Yeah. The blue. I mean, you can see the, you can see the waffle cut of the cashmere too. If you look close. We see it all. I love your plant, by the way. Are you watering that yourself? I think that's fake. Don't bring attention to the fake plant. Anyway, uh, let's get out of here. Um, Miles Jordan, uh, take me out of here with something real nice. Uh, the Young Shooter, take me out of here with something real proper. But most importantly, end this I Am Rapport Stereo podcast with something real, real loud and funk. real. No, fuck. You said real loud this time. It's real loud and real funky. Never heard you ever say real loud. And take real me out of here with something real nice, something real proper. Take me out of here with something real loud and real Funky. Oh my God. This is why I do it myself. Say it on your own. It's your show. Everybody, get ready to see uh, the young shooter on his national commercial. Come see me in San Francisco the 5th, 6th. I'll be in New York the 11th, 12th, and 13th. And then the rest of the tour is all available. MichaelRapportComedy.com. Dean, the young shooter, I'm out. Talk to you later. See you, bro.